Hold on, man. Let me catch this Pokemon real quick. <laughs> Is he in the room with you? No, he's on my phone. Well, I mean, like virtually, though. Now, what's up? Excellent throw. <laughs> he's playing Go in his room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got to catch them all, dude. If I don't catch them, my daughter gets hella pissed. Because then, like, she'll be like, can I use your When we have to go somewhere, she's like, can I use your phone? And then, dude, she'll call me out. She'll be like, you haven't been playing Pokemon, have you? And I'll be like, no. Will she see the ones you missed? No, but she like here's what's here's what's funny, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, I haven't she'll, seen anything, baby. She'll log in and she'll be like, I don't see any Pokemon. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, they all got away. They got away from me. She's like, Dad, you you need to get your life together. Right? Yeah. Get better, Dad. Get better. <laughs> all right. What's up, everybody? It's your friend Isaac from Big Bike BM. That was weird, dude. I said that weird, like I got high pitched again. Like, what's up, everybody? I know, Craig. God damn it. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Isaac from Big Bike BMX. <sighs> I'm gonna try this one more time. I do. It's like second show jitters, man. Wah wah wah. What's up, everybody? It's your friend Isaac from Big Bike BMX. And I'm here with my ride or die homie, Craig, 80s BMX Craig. What's up, Craig? Yo, yo, what's going on, dude? How's it going, brother? Well, I'm having trouble talking tonight, so I don't know what's up. All right. I'm well, just you excited. Got, you got a little bit of time to redeem yourself. I'm going to tell you that right now. So sounds good to me. I okay. think you should go with it. I'll take it. We'll, we'll just roll. I'll probably leave this in, dude. Should I leave it in? I'll leave it in. Why not? Yeah, of course. We're not professional like that. I'm not going to edit out all my bloopers. Or we could just save it, dude, for like an end of the year wrap up, like end of season two. Just yeah. nothing but me flubbing on the first like intro. I think it's good to leave it in. That way people can get a good laugh to start the year out. You know, let's let's kick 2021 off off right, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's already been a, it's already been a <laughs> shit show. Right. So, all right, you guys. So Craig and I are having a good time. And uh, mostly we've been talking behind the scenes today because we're stoked. Dude, we've been talking about this episode for... God, like, fuck, dude. Six it's been a minute, man. Yeah, no, at I mean, it, it's been a, it's been a while. Uh, we had our guest on our streaming podcast, and now we got it from the hoedown. Oh, that's right, yeah. the hoedown, and now featured guest time. So, uh, yeah, man, if you don't mind, I like to kind of give some introduction here. Are you ready for that? Yeah, let me let me preface something. Going to preface what it I, up a little. This bit? is what I'm super psyched about because. This writer uh, reminds me so much of myself when I was younger because I there wasn't a big scene growing up when I grew up in Stockton. Um, There's probably like four or five kids that rode tops, and it was super hard. Dude, we've talked about this. Like I remember that time yeah. I tried to pay Maurice Myers five bucks to come ride bikes with me that time. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of people to ride with when I was growing up. There's me, my best friend Lee uh ron we call him tiger and uh, dude if i wanted to ride with like tiger i'd have to get on my bike and i lived on the stockton side of lodi i was almost at mickey grove park and no one knows what that is unless you live in stockton and lodi but i would ride my bike to galt 
to hang out with my boy, my boy Tiger. And it, it was like an hour and a half ride on a 20 inch bike with flatland gearing. Yeah. So I, I call him, I'll be like, I'll be there in two hours. It was crazy. You give so, him a heads up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't, You're like, yeah. Don't get the off the couch, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming there. I'm riding, but I'll be there in like, what time is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like two hours. I'll be okay, there in I four GI Joes. <laughs> yeah. Tiger's like, back to sleep. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm going to go swim in, watch a movie, and then you'll be here. Okay. So uh, this rider, though, dude, is, is, I mean, shreds absolutely smooth as butter. Um, my son's favorite rider. <laughs> And we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so, uh, but rides rides primarily, you know, somewhat solo. You know, th- there's not a whole, there's not a big scene where he rides, and uh, also is able to gather um, some attention from from obviously like SE bikes. He's on the SE crew, um, sure. so I'm really excited to hear like about that. How do you stay motivated, and what's how do you get sponsored attention uh, when you don't live in the Bay Area? You don't live in SoCal next to Todd. Um, right, right. I just dropped something, but. Uh, yeah, when you when you don't have people, when you're not in that mecca of BMX, like I'm out in the middle of Phoenix, dude. You know, I'm a, I'm in a suburb, so I'm curious to see. Like, you know, there's not a lot of people to ride. In fact, there's I've heard there's two or three riders in my town. I've never seen them, so I'm excited to see and hear all about this. So, with no further ado, watch internet. God, dude, I'm I'm all over it. Here, I'm gonna t- I'll take over for you. I'm gonna. Why say don't you introduce that. our guest? I will introduce our guest with articulation. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show to Big Bike BMX, the king of the biggest little city in the world, Mr. Reno hey. Pedal Blocks. What's up, Reno? What's going on? What's up, man? You might know him as uh, Joey. You might know him as Bike Jesus. Yep. You might know him as my son Bodie's favorite rider. What's up, man? I'm so stoked you made time for us, dude. Yes, sir. Anytime. <laughs> so, so bro, tell me, tell me, uh, you, you've, you're, you're back on Instagram right now. You took a little bit of a break. Yeah, um, which, yeah. what have you been up to, man? Oh, well, for, okay. Two things. It was a holiday break. It took a, a holiday break. Or something, you know, enjoy it with the family. I, dude, I get it, man. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, but we usually do this at the end, but, 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 uh, who are your sponsors? Who, who, who supports you? Who's your sponsors? Uh, mainly SE bikes. That's the crew. Shout out to Todd Lines and D-Box. Um, that's the main one. That's like my only main one. And then Broke Boys BMX, I would say, is my other main one. Those are like the two big ones when it comes to sponsors. And anything else would be like just little little stuff on the side, support and stuff. So Halo Headband would be a cool cool shout out. And yeah, those are Dude, the main I, I've actually seen you. I mean, I know, I know when I say this, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've seen you in like advertisements and on websites for uh, some things you've done with JT Racing US. Oh yeah, shout out to JT Racing as well. Yeah, right, a big one for sure. Uh huh. I love that, dude. What? What? uh, What? Okay, so first of all, you you live in Reno. Yep. What's What's the scene like in Reno, Nevada? It's a small little city. Like that's why it's the biggest little city in the world um there's really not much out here there's not a lot of community for anything doesn't matter what you're into it could be basketball baseball it's gonna be small you're gonna have a small clique and or nobody so it's rough out here um the bike scene it's starting to get bigger uh every time like i hit downtown and stuff i see like one new person on like a bigger bike 
and he's like always asking about wheelies. Like I'll see a person, he'll be like, oh, y'all want to learn wheelies. So it's it's starting to get seen out here. I'm trying to get out as much as I can. Um, Do you have to like chase that person down? Like if you saw them from like wherever you're right, are you like that dude's <laughs> on a big bike and you're like, yeah, I will. There, huh? I will. <laughs> if I see a dude on a bike, I'll ride up to him. But mainly I'm always showing out when I'm downtown. So they're always riding up to me like, oh, yo, like I seen this on Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. So it's it's small, but we're getting there. We got like maybe 10 people on SE bikes out here right now. So which is like nine more than you had a couple yeah. years ago when I was About talking a year to ago. You. There was like three of us. So right. It's time to see some heads. So, nice. and I have like some kids hitting me up on Instagram that I haven't actually seen in the city, but they say like they live here, but we haven't met up or anything yet. So nice. See, let's, I got to get this out of the way. What's what bikes, what, bi- what SE bikes do you currently ride? What does your stable look like? All right. So of course I got the OM Duro. Everybody knows me for the Duro. Uh, SE bikes just gave me the new fast ripper. So that's what I'm son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That thing is butter though. That thing is the smoothest thing I've ever been on. It might be the the thick slicks that are on there. I don't know, but that thing, like I'm talking the smoothest bike of all time. Recommend it. Um, That is, that is the most, that is the most sought after bike that I see people talking about like this year. Everybody blows up my DMS about it. When is it coming out? How much is it going to cost? Does it come with pegs? Whatever. I got so many DMS. It's hard to even respond to it all, but um, I got it. I don't really ride it though. It's just more of a show bike sits around. Which bike is that? uh, DJ Ripper HD. The first one, the blue and black. And then I got a big flyer. That was my first SE bike. I'll probably never get rid of that thing. It just sits in my room. It's the thing that started it all for me. So I wake up every morning and just look at it and pray to it. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> pay it homage when you like when you go to grab bikes because like you've like you said you know the OM has really been your go-to right for quite some time. But yeah. obviously we know you have that that new SE bike um, that hasn't come out yet that you possess. I think the only one out there in the you know world that has it like what what's your what's your thought process when you go to grab a bike in the morning um are you grabbing other bikes or is it always the duro first and then maybe others come second or third or whatever so yeah normally it was always duro first it was you know that was the bike that you wouldn't see me pretty much on anything else but a duro uh lately yeah i've been just rocking the fast rivers or something i've always like been wanting to switch back to a skinny 29 for a long time now not really switch back, but just have like an alternate bike to play around with. So getting that thing was, it's been pretty cool. So I just been messing around. I finally just put pegs on it. Cause I was riding it for like probably two or three months without pegs, just cruising around, showing it off just 100% stock. But um, now that they're close to releasing, I think they were supposed to release by now, but I think there was some delaying going on with shipment and everything. So they're not out yet. So I just decided to throw some pegs on it and actually rock it my style, but I rock my bikes all stock. Like pretty much all stock. I'll throw broke boy bars on my bikes here and there. But outside of that, my bikes are always stock. My Dura is always stock. My big flyer was always stock. And I've never broken a stock part. There's nothing wrong with aftermarket stuff. I like aftermarket stuff too, but stock parts are cool. So we were talking, Isaac and I were talking about that the other day. And Isaac, you remember how we were talking about like, what should we, you know, there's always the, what should we upgrade and what should we upgrade to part wise, brand wise. But then we had a, a conversation exactly what what joey was talking about it's like why should we upgrade you know um some folks like immediately they get the bike open out of the box 
and stock parts don't even go on. They've already got their, yeah. their, their brand loyalty already set up. You know, it's, I'm going to put this on it and this and this. Got to have some bullseye. Got to have gotta some get, profile. Yeah. yeah. yeah which but, is cool. Especially if it's like a sponsor or whatever too, you know, that's cool. You know, aftermarket stuff's cool. It can be stronger or whatever. But, well, yeah. what I'm getting at is like, I, you know, I usually customize my bikes with something and obviously, um, riding for night bike, um, that night's usually what I put on my bikes now, but yeah. you know, throughout the years and stuff, it's, you know, it was putting on things subtly that, that I like, I mean, I like changing out grips. I like changing out handlebars, et cetera. Right. Uh, free wheels always seem to get, um, swapped on my bikes, but I ride the things stock that most people swap out right away. Like I've never had, um, and Isaac and I were talking about this as well. I've never had a custom uh, wheel set. I've never had bullseye hubs and and aftermarket hoops and and spokes and all that. Not that I wouldn't like it, dude, but it's like I just have rode stock predominantly because I've never had issues with stock stuff, and especially on SE bikes. I mean, Isaac, we, we, I, you were just asking about something about that, and we, and weren't you thinking the same thing? Or yeah, dude, like oh, I remember. Okay. And I always go back to like the old days. Right. So like whatever hubs came in, like the bike that I bought was like, that's what I ran, dude. So I remember I rode, uh, I mean, Skyway, I rode Tufts back in the day, Tough Wheels. And that, I mean, the hub was part of the wheel. So you didn't do much there. And then, uh, then I got some Peregrine HP 48s and I ran those things for five years straight. And I mean, like whatever freewheel had on there, it was like a just a generic Suntour or whatever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> whatever it was, dude, and it lasted forever. I didn't even when like free coasters came out. I was like, I was broke, dude. So like, I learned to pedal backwards. <laughs> you know? Yeah, You're like I can pedal <laughs> but, backwards. <laughs> but but even now, dude, I'm like, people are like, oh, you should get some profile hubs, you know? And I'm like, cool, but. You know, I don't know. I, I do the same thing. I put a new freewheel on it, but that's just because I usually like a different gearing. Yeah. Um, and ri- I like the, ri- I like ride out spy. For me, it's the engagement. That's the only thing I'm like, okay, I want a higher engagement freewheel. Um, so that it's a little bit more twitchy. And for those of you at home, like uh, a higher engagement freewheel means there's more gears inside of the, the freewheel. So that if you do like a, there's no delay in the, in the crank because there's I do. No I do slow wheelies. I'm not like the, let me race down. I do slow up the block. So I'll do lots of half cranks and stuff like that. And so I just like a little bit more engagement, um, but it's not like a, you know, I haven't had anything blow up. I haven't had anything, uh, you know, grind out, slip, any of that stuff, you know, like I, I take care of my stuff because I was broke as a kid. So like I do that once a month maintenance where I'm like, let me just take this part and grease it, you know? But, you know, I enjoy that stuff too. I, I like getting to know my bikes. I like, you know, taking them apart, seeing what's up, putting them back together. So I also enjoy the maintenance part of it. Yeah, same here. I, I mean, at this point, and, and I'm I'm going to ask you this too, Joey, but like for me, um, I said it earlier, but it really is about like, like Isaac just mentioned, you know, getting to know your bike, the comfortness with it. Um, I just never had to, I'm like Isaac, I really never had the chance growing up to uh, be able to afford um, those higher end upgrades that, you know, a lot of kids in my neighborhood and stuff had. It was almost like I wanted to get used to my bike anyways. So with that said, you know, like with your bikes and the collection that you got and what you ride every day, I mean, I could totally get because you ride a lot, dude. I mean, I saw a thing on 
um, Instagram, like where you showed the bottom of your shoes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, the, the, the photo I'm talking about. And yep. the, the caption was like, I have ridden these shoes since day one. What do the bottom of your shoes look like? Dude, it looked like your shoes were held up to the end of a 12 gauge shotgun a few times <laughs> and blown out. But it's like the comfort of those things probably is like off the charts, right? Yep. Uh-huh. They're, they're, I don't know. I Every time I put my foot in a different shoe, I just, it's a no for me. I just it's go right feeling back. it. Everyone's like, bro, you need some new shoes, don't you? I thought you just bought some new shoes. And I'm like, well, once these ones are actually done, I'll swap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just a super muscle memory person too so i don't like swapping stuff on my bike so if i pull it out the bike or out the box stock i and i ride it for like three days like that it's it glues in my mind how the bike feels and i don't like switching anything so i'm just super muscle memory about it so get it i get it all right so i want to i want to ask you a couple things about like riding solo um you know or, or at least you know you, here I, I'm going to go through a couple of the complaints that I hear, or the 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 they're not excuses, but they they could be an excuse. But it's more of like a, you know, here's here's what I hear other people saying is a roadblock and something that you have overcome. Um, self filming. Yeah. Okay. How, can you can you give the people out there that are are big fans of yours um, some advice on on self filming because this all builds into getting recognized on social media, how, you know, it's, is it, it's getting clips, it's getting shots of yourself riding. How do you do yourself filming? Uh, yeah. So it's definitely hard. Like going back to the start, that was definitely like a roadblock for sure. Like I would think about it all the time, like, dang, how am I going to get clips? And I didn't know about 360 cameras yet. I didn't even like think about a 360 camera. I didn't know that was a thing. So I kept thinking of like, well, man, I don't have that friend following me getting those clips that everyone else has. And I thought that was like the standard thing, you know? So I was like, kind of down and about about it. So I was like, well, I got to figure it out. So I started just, you know, taking my camera and posting it up against a pole or something and just putting it on video and just do your tricks in front of it. And then you can always go back on the video and just snap the picture. And most of the time you can get a good quality picture out of that too. And that's how I started. And that's still what I do a lot of the time today. That's how I get most of my photos are iPhone photos. Like it's not like some professional camera or anything like that. And then I found out about the 360 cameras and that was a huge step up. Shout out to DZ Bike Life about that. He's the one that showed me about the 360 cameras way back at a ride out like two years ago. But once I got that, that definitely picked up, made it a lot easier because you can just throw the 360 camera anywhere on your on your bike. You have like different mounts, like pull mounts, whatever, and you can put it anywhere, like for real. And it, you don't have to worry about it. It'll just get the shot. And then you can go back, edit it, do whatever you got to do. Um, it's still hard like riding alone and filming alone it's it's tough um there's a lot of time where you're like unmotivated because you, you don't have like that person to go out and laugh with or you know like shoot the stuff with you know come up with ideas or tricks or push each other's limits or anything like that so it's tough so i have to go on instagram and it's you guys it's everybody on instagram and youtube and stuff like that that i'm always watching like oh that's a cool trick i need to go practice that or it's i i just kind of act like i'm with you guys through instagram and I try to interact with you guys and, you know, you know, and that's a, that's another thing too, Joey. I mean, good point, bro. Because like, um, for me personally, like I really like riding with people. It, it, you know, I watch, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a, not only someone who like loves to ride, but I'm also a student of watching people and how they ride their technique, their skill. Um, and, and just the way they do things. Um, and I do it every time I go on a ride out or I ride with people. Um, 
but with like Isaac was saying, you know, it really is a almost like a one man show around your scene in Reno. Um, obviously, hopefully it gets bigger and it is. But like, where do you draw your motivation from? I know you said you watched Instagram and Facebook or, or whatever your platforms are, but still it's like to get on the bike and go outside um, even though you've watched videos and clips and stuff, it's like, you still have to be like, man, I'm going to go out and ride today and learn or try this stuff I've been watching, but it's just going to be me. You know, how do you find it in you to push yourself and and where does that come from? Uh, so, uh, it's for me, the biggest motivation and like inspiration or whatever that pushes me every day to keep getting on the bike outside of Instagram and watching everybody else and talking with you guys is, is my health problem, psoriasis. I think about this all the time. It gets me super depressed. And like, even right now, like over this last two months, it's been like flaring up and like really affecting my mind state. And it's the bike, dude. The bike is saving me. Every time I just get on the bike, I forget about it. I don't think about it. I don't stress about it. And I just put as many hours as I can into the bike. And every time I hop off the bike, that's when I'm thinking about it again. And I'm worried about it. And I'm looking at my arms or my legs and I don't know if a lot of people don't know what psoriasis is. A lot of people do. It's a iffy thing if you know about it or not, but it's just a skin thing and it affects my skin. And when I do combos or whatever, it irritates it and it, it can mess with it. So like when I do get off the bike from going hard on the bike, it irritates the condition. So it's a little rough. So like, that's why you don't really see me doing combos as much as some of the younger kids. Not because I can't do combos. I can do combos or whatever, but it's just, it affects me and it like, it'll make it rash up or whatever. And it's, it's, it's rough. So just getting on the bike just makes me forget about it. And I just ride. As you know, much as I, I, can. I gotta say, dude. Um, uh, and I'm glad you brought this up because I'm someone who has, uh, psoriasis as well. Um, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, make it a, a comparative thing with you, but yeah. I totally empathize with and sympathize with like what you're saying, like that, mm -hmm. that self-awareness of it, your the way it makes you feel uh, subconsciously and consciously when you're thinking about it, like those types of things can like affect the way you, your mindset is your motivation and, and like keep you from wanting to, you know, go outside or keeping you out from public. But in your case, it's almost like it can be a physical thing too, to where, you know, yeah. it's affecting the way you ride. It's affecting your legs and your back, your arms or whatever. That's super inspiring because I got to a point where I didn't even want to go out in public, like to the grocery store, like before COVID, like I remember going places and putting a bandana around my face. Like people were staring because I had the bandana on yeah. and I rather than be staring at that, then, and then my psoriasis outbreaks on my face. You know what I mean? So thank you for saying that dude, because you know, there's, I mean, you can fill in that blank with anything like people might have, you know, social anxieties or other things that keep them from wanting to do something. But getting on the bike, like you said, can wash or at least at the at that time, take away that thought process of like the debilitating feeling of, um, you know, I don't want to be outside or I don't want to do this. So that's super inspiring, bro. I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's a great escape for real. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree, dude. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think there's something about like self-esteem that that bikes definitely uh, it, it like give, there's a bit of truth that comes from bikes because you're like you're not so you're not looking in the mirror. You're not, uh, you know, just obsessed with like, is this or that? Like, I, I'll be honest, like 
I have, I'm, I'm 48 years old. I have a, a very white beard, right? So, and there, this is going somewhere. I promise. So I, I, my, my beard is white. My hair is blonde. Now I don't love having a beard. I just, I, I literally, I can't look at myself without a beard because of, of years of looking in the mirror going, man, you're an ugly dude. I'm just going to be honest. Like I, I look in the mirror when I, when I don't have a beard and I'm like, dude, you're, you're kind of homely dude. So I, I wear a beard because for me, it gives me something to hide behind. And this is like, I don't want to be too deep. I don't want to be too deep, but like the other thing I noticed and this, this, because I'm older, dude, I'm a little bit more self-aware, but as a younger guy, like I have plenty of tattoos, right? I realized like, I was like, I'm, I want to get a bunch of tattoos. And it wasn't until I was older that I realized like, man, I, I stopped and just thought about it one day. I'm like, you have all these tattoos because I'm trying to get people to look at other things than my face. And if I was like, when I started getting tattoos, nope. Like nowadays you can't throw a rock without finding, you're going to hit like four dudes with sleeves. But like, I've had sleeves since I was like 19 years old. So for me, dude, it was like something like, look at my tattoos instead of looking at me. And so I think like for me, and I've always been into bikes and bikes always give me confidence where, where other people look at stuff like, okay, I get confidence. Some people it's their hair. Some people it's, if it's a physical thing, it's one of those things that like, it's such a touchy subject, right? Because it's like, this is how you present to the world. And so for me, if I have a bike and I can shred my bike, it does two things. It gives me confidence because like I'm doing something that is, is difficult and people, people look at it and they're like, wow, that's, that's different. That's something that I can't do. And so it's always given me a lot of good self-esteem, healthy self-esteem. Um, and, and the other thing is just, it gives me something to distract myself with. Like I can hit goals. I can set many goals and, excuse me, I just ate dinner. So um, I can hit goals and I can, I can achieve goals and I can come back and go, you know what? I, I wanted to do a wheelie for, you know, four car lengths today with one hand and, you know, and I, I got to two, but I'm closer to three than I yeah. was before today. And so it, I agree, man, no matter if it's a health condition, if it's a mental condition, whatever it is, man, bikes really do uh, you know, give confidence and boost confidence and boost self-esteem. And it's, it's one of those intangible things that keeps me going and keeps me excited about bikes, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, Isaac and Joey, check this out. The other night we were watching and talking about a video that was on um, RL Osborne's um, YouTube page. It's RL Osborne BMX or BMX freestyle. Is that right, Isaac? I'll... I think it's RL. I think it's RL Osborne BMX freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll put a link down in the uh, description, but they featured um, a female freestyle rider on she's she rides 20 inch bikes right and she has a prosthetic leg okay and then she's going through this whole thing Bree. you're talking about Bree Bree yeah. thank you Isaac yeah her name is Bree and it's like she's talking about like her motivations you know because already getting on a bike for her obvious signs you know she's got a prosthetic leg from the I think from around the knee down on one side and then on her other leg you know, there's some issues with like um, sensation and feeling in her foot, you know, um, and just all these things that would totally knock anybody out of the like wanting to ride bikes or wanting to try to even go out there without, you know, feeling defeated. But she was just like, no, I 
I use this, you know, I go out there and I want to do this. I want to learn how to ride. I want to learn how to do um, tricks. I know I have these certain, um, what seem to be limitations, but to me, I'm going to turn them around and make them my drive. You know, I'm going to make these, the reason why I'm going to not say I can't do something is because I know I can, you know, and that kind of the way, the reason I brought that up is because from what I'm hearing from you, and I think it's inspiration to a lot of folks that are going to listen is that no matter what uh, we think limits us, there's somebody else who's got more limitations or who has more challenges that are um, conquering those challenges and going out there and making them a positive thing, you know, and it's exactly what you're doing. And uh, I want to commend you for that because, you know, everybody has something that limits them, but it's what they do with it and how you're like doing things with it. Because I hear you talking about your psoriasis, but yet you're out there you know, even though you ride alone, you're filming yourself, you're putting your content on social media, you're also a rider for one of the largest and most well-known crews um, with SE Bikes. So your exposure is always going to be, there's Reno Pedal Blocks, you know, there's him riding, there's him on social media, here's a video to watch. And yet you don't let that limit you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it can at times, like I say, it doesn't 100% of the time. You know, there's times where I wake up and I try to make an excuse not to get out there and do it, but you just got to do it. The second oh, I we all out, do, bro. Oh, yeah. We, we all I'm, come up everybody with it. Everybody does it. Uh huh. Yeah, everybody <laughs> does it. Like, yeah. I'm always uh-huh. like, man, I'm probably not going to ride today because, you know, I'm just not feeling it. And then I'm like, put your shoes on, put your shoes on. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get on the bike and you roll out of the driveway and you're now you're off, right? And you're like, all right, you come back home after riding for a couple hours and grinding hard and maybe you landed some something that you never could or you've been working on and you're like i'm so glad i went outside i'm yeah. so glad i went for a ride today yeah and you, you want to go back youngsters not even want to be back in the house <laughs> <laughs> yeah you youngsters man like for me it's so easy because i'm like oh, you know my neck hurts and all I, what like what did you do slept <laughs> you know, like, i opened yeah, a I, jar of peanut butter I'm I'm at the age where dude like sleeping the wrong direction will give me a kink in my neck for four fucking days. Yeah, wait till you sneeze and throw your back out. Yeah. <laughs> People will be like, "Hey Isaac, can you have to do, you have to turn your whole body to answer them?" <laughs> right. Hey man, what's up, dude? And but if uh, anyone on your right side, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> it's that one of those things, dude. <laughs> Ibuprofen doesn't fix it. Um so so you started out like with, with the Duro um, and now you got the fast tripper. Is it, do you think it's easier to ride a bike with gears? Tell me about your, your opinion on wheeling with gears. Cause it could be, I mean, you could make a, you could make a play that like, man, you went from the Duro to the fast ripper geared bikes, heavier bikes. Um, yeah. Uh, so when I started on the flyer that didn't have gears. And then when I moved up to a bike with gears, the thing I like about, I mean, I kind of stay in one gear. If you ask a lot of people that have rode around me, they're like, you never change gears for like in geared bikes and stuff. And I, like I said, I'm a muscle memory person. So once I find my gear, I kind of, kind of stay in there, but there's times where I like to switch it around. Um, it can be easier, the lower gear you go into potentially. A lot of people call it cheating and stuff. They always joke around and stuff like back in, um, 
one of the ride outs in like Santa Cruz and stuff like that. We did like a little circle competition and stuff. And everyone's like, oh, but Reno Box can't compete because he's got gears. That's cheating. And they're all just trolling around playing with me. And it's kind of true. It's kind of not. Uh, I don't really find it easier, but it can be, I guess, if you want to make it easier by just staying in like first or second. You can kind of cheat. It's like the raising the seat type of cheat code. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing, I guess. Um, I just prefer having I like the gearing because like the whole 17 tooth, 18 tooth argument, what everyone always gives me like, oh, you just got to change it to make it how you like it. I just want to do that with the click of a button. Like, I don't want to have to go wrench a whole tooth out and you know what I'm saying? Like switch my whole free will, whatever. I just like to click, 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 click and get it where I want it and how I like to feel. So that's why I like gears, honestly. What Connor. is your, what is your sweet spot with your gearing? Do you know what your front and rear gear ratio is? I don't even pay attention to the gear that I like, but I think, <laughs> I think it's like fourth or fifth. It's like in the middle. It's not all the way up or all the way down or anything like that. It's like in the middle, but it's, it feels very similar to like a, a stock, like flyer gearing. It's, like in between, like one down or something like that. I, I don't know what the ratio is, but it just feels very similar to like a stock SE gearing. So I love that, dude. Because when I steal my son's bike, dude, if, if you were to ask me like, what gear do you like on the, I don't know, just I click it until it's comfy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like that. Um, but, but you also, do you rode knobby tires still? You like. Oh yeah. Uh, on the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. I do like, which is kind of a trip, dude. Like I, I, so, so when Bodie got his, his, uh, Duro, um, he has a Duro XL cause that's all they had at the, at Phoenix bike company. So he has a bigger he has one, a silver one, right? He does. He has a silver one. Those have um, different knobby tires than mine does. It's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but they're still knobby. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so on that one. what's that? They're more knobby on the silver one. Just they a could little be. bit. Someone gave me a pair. I have in my garage because I thought they were going to be the same, and someone just gave them to me, and they're way more knobby. I don't like the way those ones feel. Yeah, compared well, that, to the old one. See, I I didn't know that because like I I, I ride wheelies on his man, and it's like it it, it like it, it's old school, Craig. Like the the way I would describe it, dude, is like doing a wheelie on your old like someone's Schwinn Predator when you were a kid. Yeah, where it's like you're riding and you feel like that. You know, right, like you can, right. you feel the vibration of those knobbies. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. On those ones, you can. I, yeah. I had to take those ones right off and go back to the old ones. So yeah. What, I got what some, you know, I my original tires on there. <laughs> Are you, you're still running what? your original tires? Yeah. You can see wire. You can, they're beat, dude, but they work. So I don't know. <laughs> you got that I'm tire right. muscle memory. Dude. Like my shoes. Like, I'm going to rock until they explode. I don't man. know. <laughs> Somebody sent Joey some tires. <laughs> what? I just can't what? find those specific ones. Like that exact year knobby tire. I, like nobody has them in a good condition anymore or nope. Like they just sold them to someone else the second I hit them up or whatever the issue is. But if I can find those Duro tires from that year, I'll, I would, I'll buy them. So if nope, you got them, nobody has, nobody year. has tires right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good luck finding tires or tubes. If you have, if if your bike shop has tubes, buy a couple because uh, man, stock's getting low. And that's another thing is uh, out here in Reno, we have goat heads. I don't know if you guys have goat heads where you're at, but no, it's a problem out here. Like Vegas, I go out to Vegas. I'm like, yo, you guys ever pop tires? And they're like, no. Like I'm like, you guys don't have goat heads? And they're like riding through the dirt fields, and I'm sitting there like, I would never ride through that dirt field because knowing my a dirt field out here in Reno. You're not coming out of that dirt field with two tires. You got a flat bike. So even just staying in the street or a sidewalk, 
Like I literally will leave my house and get a flat five feet out from my house. And then I'll fix that 20 minutes later after fixing it, another flat. I spend 40 to $60 a day on tubes sometimes. So I, yeah, the goat heads live in the cracks of the sidewalks. People think I'll just stay on the sidewalk and off off the bike trails. Nah, dude, they're in the cracks of your sidewalk. The only safe place is the black top of the street where there's, you know, and they're really probably where you're at. There's no safe place. No way. But <laughs> you gotta yeah. you gotta choose the someone, worst. Someone just told me going tubeless will prevent me from popping my tires. So I'm gonna have to try that because the Duro tires can do it. So or the wheels. So I'll have to see. True story, dude. I'll, I'll be honest, man. I live in Phoenix. And so I'm about that life, dude. Like there's literally a patch of grass that my kids will get out of the garage. They'll ride in the patch of grass. No joke, no cap. Like it's the, it's the width of a bike. And if they ride over that flat tire, dude, go ahead. (laughs) I, I, dude, I so live that life, bro. And if you just pull it out, it might just break off inside the two inside the tire. So you don't see it anymore. But the gnarly little pin prick thing is still stuck in your tire. So you go and you go down, you put a new tube in. If you don't feel the inside of your the inside of your tire, air it up, boop, just pops it again. It sucks, dude. I totally get it. Get those green, get those green tire liners, man. That's what we did, and it works. I have, I got those like Mister Tuffy tire liners. The two, I have that and everything, but it doesn't. Nope. But the thick slicks on the fast river won't pop. Those things are invincible. So I, I love those things. (laughs) <laughs> nice. That's nice. why I fast river like every day because the dura will pop and then all this fast river thing is invincible. So nice. <laughs> so so I want to move on to 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 like one. You know, I really want to get into this topic of like sponsorship and getting noticed. Um, you know, in in a small in a like Reno's a little small, but it's a in a city that's not known for. Uh, you know, huge rideouts and big name talent where, you know, you have a lot of motivation to go. Like you're in Reno. Um, I get messages all the time from, from uh, you know, adults and from kids that are like, man, how do I get noticed? Even though I ride by myself and there's no one like, I mean, I could open up my Instagram right now and there'll be six messages from someone like, how do I stay motivated and get recognized? And, you know, when, when there's not another rider for X, X amount of miles. Uh, what, what advice would you give to, to kids that are in that same boat? That's a pretty interesting topic. Uh, Cause it's something I talk about with people all the time. Uh, there's different routes of going about it, I guess. So there's like the professional sponsorship looking route. And then there's like the internet famous viral, like ignorance, I guess, sort of say like swerving cars and all that. So like people will hit my DMs like, when are you going to swerve a car or whatever type of nonsense? And I'm just like, dude, you're never going to see that from me. And, there, I, and you can get big and famous off that. I'm not saying you're going to get sponsors, but, you know, like there's a lot of people out here that don't have sponsors that are pretty Internet famous on Instagram from doing some ignorant clips on the Internet, which I don't really condone or I'll you'll ever see me ever do. But, you know, there's different routes. I chose to go the more professional route. I like that look. I like. You know, I don't know. I don't want to be doing deadly stuff anyway. So I don't, I don't even know why people like swerving cars in the first place. That's crazy. But well, it's I, like a law of averages, dude. I mean, you can do that stuff and you're going to get, like you said, the notoriety. You're going to get, you know, people liking it and, and, and like reposting. But the law of averages says in my mind that it's not going to be forever. You know, there are going to be negative consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not putting those people down. 
I just, this is what I see. And it's my opinion. I don't choose to do those things, but you know, and Isaac and I, I can't remember Isaac, maybe you can help me. We were talking with someone about this, about sponsorships and then people who, you know, take those high risk, um, uh, maneuvers and, and put them online and stuff. Like there are not, I think Isaac said this, there are not the Nikes. There are not the big, you know, champion or you, you throw in any corporate name that could sponsor you. They're not going to want to assume that risk. Yeah, for somebody of- representing their brand who is like out there doing things that could cause a negative um, uh, backlash you know, backlash on their company. Thanks, Isaac. You know, and it's just like that is so common sense and makes sense. But everybody wants the quick gratification. They want, you know, all the likes at once they want. They want the sponsorships. They want free this and they want to get this. They're really talented people. But, you know, it's it's almost like looking in the wrong places for it by doing the wrong things. You know, it's the wrong attention. It is attention, but it's not going to really get them where they're trying to get to with like having people supporting them, not people, but corporations or or business or whatever. Right. It's a bad look, dude. I'll just be honest. Like here, here's the thing, you know, if, if you're out doing something, uh, you know, and it really just like, if you're looking to get like a sponsorship, you want to get famous, um, you know, and, and have someone supporting you with free bikes and free this, free that. Um, if you're out there doing things that put other people in danger, like riding bikes, if you, you know, riding bikes is a dangerous thing. Like you have people, uh, you know, X games type folks that are just doing like triple backflips and, and all that stuff. That's one thing. But the minute you start, like, let's say I'm going to swerve a car or swerve a pedestrian, um, any company that would want to endorse you is going to shy away from not only you, but from the sport, because they don't want to have to deal with the public image. Let's just say, let's say, Craig, you're out swerving cars and that said team, uh, you know, Coca-Cola or something. Coca-Cola is not going to want to have to deal with a whole, a whole, you know, month of dealing with. Uh, social media posts saying I'm going to boycott Coke because the Coke rider swerved a car and, uh, you know, traumatized, uh, you know, not only the internet by getting hit by a car, but like the person driving the car, the person they ran over or any of that stuff. Like it's, it's just a bad look. Um, you know, the, the same thing goes with like you, when you see folks going out and like stopping traffic on the freeway, we're going to ride up the on-ramp and stop traffic on the freeway. Like that is a bad look for you and for our sport. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm just being honest with you guys. Like if you want attention, get attention from doing good things because the media is looking for a story and you can do a positive story or you can do a negative story. Both of them will get airplay. One will leave a warm, fuzzy feeling. One will not. And so it's, it's up to you to decide where you want to take your sport. Like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm 48, dude. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I don't have a whole lot of years left where my body can take this abuse of uh, being around, but you know, some kid that's out there that's like 16, 17, man, you got a good four, you know, another good 40 years of BMX if you wanted to do that. And it's, it's your sport to steer. And I just, you know, value it, cherish it, love it. And this sport will give you amazing, amazing rewards. Um, but tell me more about the professional route that, that you decided to go. Tell me what, what that looks like. What it, what is it, you know, how do I, how would I, uh, or someone listening to this emulate what you're, what you did your path? 
Uh, yeah. So, you know, got to find your way of filming, whether, you know, like the whole self film thing. Once you figure the filming thing out, you just got to do a consistency, just consistent. Just keep doing it. Find your, like, your own little style or whatever, whether it's like edited pictures or raw pictures or clips, whatever people like, whatever your community is, you know, you just got to find it and then push it. So I, I find myself all the time with content. Like I'll, I'll go out and um, make a clip or something and then I'll look at it and go, not good enough or something. Even though I'm sure it would be good enough. I just battle it, you know, like in my head, like oh, I'm super self-conscious about that clip. Don't want to post it. So there's always stuff that I should post that I don't. And then there's stuff that I'll post that I think won't do good. That'll do better than I think. So it's just weird how it works. So you just can't really overthink it. You just got to do it, post, stay consistent. And there's times where I kind of fell off with the consistency from time to time. But the more consistency you can be, then the better. Honestly, that's really what it comes down to. Just keep doing it. Keep pushing. Show love and respect to companies, too. So if you buy, you know, a part and put it on your bike or a shirt from a company or whatever, tag them. You know, don't don't be like having all your friends tagging the crap at them to bugging them and stuff. But, you know, like just tag them in there, put a hashtag, you know, let them know. And then over time they'll see you doing it and they might hit you up or something. That's how it's worked for me. So I don't know, I guess luck, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> be, and, and be, and be creative. Like I'll be honest, like Craig and I have talked about this um, and I'm, I'm going to blindly ask Craig something right now. And I bet you, we have the same answer. Craig, what is one of your most memorable Reno pedal blocks, Instagram posts? Oh man. You know, I, I really like when I see Reno. Um, I don't know if it's just one you're looking for me to say, because I'm trying to think about a lot of them, but we've, we've talked, we've talked about we, this post before. That's why I thought about it. Well, I'm going to bring it so. up, but that's okay. I like a lot of them. One of the ones that really caught my eye, there was, there was two of them. One, you were, you were writing under an awning of a, of a school or somewhere where you're going downstairs and you're, you're, you're really elevating your game. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. You remember that one? And then you came off the stairs and you did a little turn, like, like things were progressing for you. So I, the, the reason I like that one is because to be honest with you, um, I met you or at least saw you about three years ago in Tahoe and I didn't introduce myself because I was, I was watching you and we were riding. So little stops. We were at a liquor store. It had a little bit of a, a hill where you were going up and down and up and down and everybody's stopping, drinking water in this. You never stopped. You were like wheeling, wheeling. And I'm like, man, that I'm like, look at that dude. You had on a SE Jersey and yeah. SE pants. And you just were like, you had an unlimited supply of energy. And then the thing is the smile never left your face, bro. And you were like, out there, you know, and that's what I'm not trying to steer off too far from Isaac's question, but like videos where you're doing that, like your energy's good, your passion's good. It emits itself like organically in your videos. So that one video where I saw you progressing, um, and I really liked the videos when you got the 360 camera, cause you were doing things with it that I hadn't seen most people who had them. Cause sometimes the 360 camera can make make you a little bit like um, nauseous on like a level of watching it spin and do things where you're losing the content of the actual trick. And you're more like thinking about the angle that it's at. Like you put the the camera down on your chainstay in the rear with it facing up. And the angle was just so dope, man. It was like, man, that's a new perspective. I've never seen that one before. And you were killing it on the bike too. But uh, 
I know that's not the answer Isaac was looking for, but maybe I'm going to refresh, I'm going to refresh your memory. And it's all about it, but it ties in because it's the same thing. It's, it's the be looking different than everybody else and being creative. Um, And so I think this was probably one of my favorite creative, creatively thought out posts that I have ever seen talking about. And this ties into exactly what you're saying, like tagging brands that you are a fan of that you use. And I'm going to bring this up. It's a picture. Oh, yeah. Joey looking into the dryer says laundry day, ride, wash, (laughs) repeat or ride, rinse, repeat. And it's just, there's all of the jerseys and t-shirts and all that stuff. And it's such a creative, in a million years, I would not have ever thought to put a camera inside the washing machine or the dryer and take a photo. And uh, dude, brilliant though. Like, I, I, know, I know exactly what you were talking about, Craig, the chainstay. There's there's a couple that that of your writing videos um, well, you, you I, mentioned I, I clip and not pick. So I was thinking clip in my mind, but that is my favorite picture and yep. it is super dope. Yeah. yeah I've never seen anything that creative or, and, and I've yet to see someone come up with something that makes me go, Oh, it's one of those ones you like, if you're sitting there scrolling and it pops up, you're like, Oh, that's brilliant. Well, well played. Oh, see, it's you know posts I mean? like that though, like uh, that are hard to top because once you post stuff like that, then it's hard to like beat that. You know, like you, you try to think of something creative, and you're like, damn, how am I gonna beat that? <laughs> like, right. It's tough. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. gotta be tough, you know. And one of the things that you do is seems it, that like you're one of your like strengths from my vantage point is your creativity. And that creativity shows itself in so many different like um ways as far as like the picture Isaac just showed and you know you're writing the clips I mentioned um just kind of get back on track with what Isaac was saying what is the formula because for a person and there's a lot of people out there that aren't in Northern California Southern California Florida Philly Boston New York you know there's some people in middle America where they're into the bike scene, right? And there's not a lot of people around them who are, and maybe the nearest ride out is like a six, seven, eight day long drive or more. What is the formula? Um, Because where you're at now with, you know, riding for SE, you're on the SE crew, you've got, you know, a lot of notoriety. You were pulled into such a talented group from being a person who doesn't have a lot of, and I know you do ride outs and stuff, but I'm just saying, and not a lot surrounding them in their local area. What could you, what advice would you give to that kid or that person out there that is thinking like, I'm never going to be able to get to this point because there's no, there's nothing around me supporting me in this, this sport. Yeah. Like if I, if I'm in, if I'm in Hiawatha, Iowa, and I'm like, man, uh, I wish, I wish I had some notoriety. What advice would you give that kid? That's just like, you know, the King of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, like about getting exposure. Is it, is it, I mean, I know we we've discussed like it's creative poses or creative, not poses, but creative clips. Um, And is it like time of day? Is it tagging? You know, you said tag companies. It, it, what else would you say? Like it's because I I think I have an idea of what what kind of your your secret, you know, magic uh, you know magic formula would be, just as an outside observer. But what else? What else? What other tips would you give somebody? 
Yeah, uh, pretty much like you were just saying, like a mix of everything we've been talking about. And yeah, the time of day posting is also a thing, too. Um, you don't want to be posting at like 10 o'clock at night when people are sleeping. You, your thing's going to get covered up and it's not going to get the hits you expect. So, yeah, posting like in the mornings and stuff can definitely help. Um, yeah, just pretty much what we've been saying, dude. Just Well, without sounding like too cliche, like, hey, you know, um, there, there's things you can do with a camera and your, right. your social media stuff and all those things, right? Um, what a, like motivationally, mindset wise um soul writing you know like the way you you look at things from from the vantage point of your your okay. yourself like your your drive like what what can you say about that because yeah you can practice and you can film yourself but you got to get yourself out there you got to get yourself pumped right like what can you speak about that because i think you're one of the best ambassadors for somebody who's like not only skilled on the bicycle but also like somebody who I could definitely look up to, and I'm sure others, because you have that like wherewithal within you to put yourself out there every day. Like, where does that visceral um, motivation come from for you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, my drive is just like what we've been saying. Just you got to just get out there and do it. Uh, it's just I don't know what my drive like. I don't know. Are you having fun? I mean, it's fun, right? I mean, it's oh yeah, it's always it's, fun. That's the biggest it, thing. Yeah, yeah. it's is and for you, is it fulfilling? Like, like you know, something that like that that sets your mind at ease. Aside from you know, like the the um, the the skin condition and everything. Um, what where do you feel like it's really filling voids for you as well? Like, you know, are you finding peace? Do you find oh, yeah. so? I mean, yeah, I'm a very progressive person, so I don't like getting to the top and then just like thinking you're there or anything like that. So it's always a progressive thing. I'm always having fun. So I guess that would be the drive thing. We're just always trying to learn something new. So every time I get out there, I do have like a style where I, I like repeat the same things a lot where it's like the things I like to do, but then there's, you know, the part of me where I always got to keep progressing. Cause the second something gets stale, that's boredom for me. So it's like, you got to keep finding the new spark kind of. So I don't know just progressing. Honestly, that's my biggest thing. I don't like winning all the time because winning, like losing, you learn when you lose. And then when you win, that's when ego sets. That's when, you know, you think you made it or you're the best or whatever. And I don't like that mindset. And I never have, if you've known me, I'm always a humble, like, I just want to keep going. Like, that's cool. We did that. Let's keep doing some more, you know? So I don't know, just progressing, dude. That's the drive. You just, you just touched, you just touched on what, what, what I was looking for, uh, as far as like that, that secret, that secret, like gem of what makes you so different to, in my opinion, than a lot of people. Um, and I'm going to share a story of when, like, before I had a podcast, before I even had the big bike BMX Instagram, it was just on oh my OMG. Hey, Isaac. And I would post pictures of me just doing flatland tricks. No one knew who I was. No one, no one cared. And, and also no one knows who I am now and no one cares either. But, <laughs> um, but, but what it was is I remember for me, uh, posting something and then having Reno pedal blocks comment on my Instagram going like, dude, that's sick. Not just posting an emoji, not just posting a fire, not just posting a, you know, thumbs up, but taking time to go like, dude, that's rad. OG guy. You know what I mean? Like old Santa guy. 
Um, <laughs> but but what you have you have an intangible ability to motivate other people, and and, and talking about being humble, like you know you you are a name. Uh, like I'm going to surprise you here, but you you do have a big name in bike life. People know who you are. Um, it's like it's like you don't know that, but but people do know who you are. And the fact that you take time to comment on so many people's posts, like if I shared one of your posts, you were like, sincerely like, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And I'm like, all four of my followers saw that story post. You know what I mean? And you're, and I think I even wrote that, like all six of the people that follow me dug it. And you're like, dude, doesn't matter, man. I just appreciate someone watching. And I was like, what a great guy, dude. And from that point on, man, I was a fan. I'm like, this guy's dope. And so I think that's something that really sets you apart. And I hope, I hope other people find that as inspiring as I do. Uh, just your, your, your humble, like the humble way that you can make other people feel good about themselves. I think that's such an intangible thing. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's. Do you, I mean, do you know what I'm talking about, Craig? Like, do you see it? I do. I totally see it. And Joey, I mean, uh, we're talking about this because from Isaac and I's um, point of view, as well as we can't imagine not everybody else who knows who you are. And Isaac's right. There's a lot of people know who you are. Um, it's being humble, but there's also some secret sauce with you. There's some equation that resonates so hard with everybody because, you know, I think a lot of people out there in my opinion, my, my guesstimate, they, they, they do things they want, they want likes, they want sponsorships, send me some free shirts, send me some socks. I am not getting, and then it's like, I'm not getting the attention. I'm not getting free, the, the merch grab. I'm not getting what I want out of this because the, the, the intentions are, they're askew. They're not right. They're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So what happens is they're like, I'm, I'm going to quit bike life. I'm yeah. not getting, I didn't, I didn't get my fulfillment out of this. I didn't get my gratification because, you know, it should have happened way faster. And so they either quit or they start, you know, doing other things. But it's like with you, I remember listening to you on Urban Misfit. And one of the things that you said, you know, it was like, look, I wear SE because I like SE. I'm not yeah. trying to front. I'm not trying to do anything to like, you know, be fake. I just like what I do and I'm who I am. I'm an individual. I'm not trying to be in something I'm not. I just go out there and have fun. Right. Lo and behold, dude, lo and behold, you're a crew writer for SE now. Like just because you're being you, because you're having fun, because you're humble, because your drive is off the charts, right? Yep. And that is I want someone I want some kid out there. And when I say kid, someone younger than me to hear this and be like, this dude, can, if he's done it, maybe if I keep doing my thing on my level, on my individual pace, maybe I can reach that point too. You know what I mean? At least it, it'll, yeah. it'll provide that, that drive and that hope. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like anybody listening to this right now, for sure. Like if that's how they're feeling, then you just got to keep doing it. And like you said, it's the intentions. I honestly never, ever did this to like to be a pro or for money or for free anything. Like I've never asked for free anything from anybody. Like that's just like people offer me free stuff and I'll turn it down and offer to buy it because I want to support it. Like I'm not here to just get handouts and leave or whatever that is. Like 
that's cool too. Like the hand, like getting free stuff. That's cool. You know, when it happens or whatever, but like, that's just a bonus dude. And I just, you, you just gotta do it, dude. Do it for yourself, honestly. And that's why I do it is for myself and all this other stuff just fell in place as a bonus. And everything you just said is spot on, dude. 100%. Like, yeah, I mean, if I can do it, anybody can, you just got to do it right, man. Just don't, don't be asking for stuff and, you know, doing ignorant stuff and don't be posting drugs or whatever. You, I don't know. I see a bunch of people always hit me up. Like, how do you get this? And then I look at their profile and it's like them smoking, whatever. And I don't even know. It's just like, well, do you, I even have to answer this? Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but. Well, it's almost like you do because, <clears throat> you know, there's things that, that people see in you and others where you, they, you are achieving, you are seeing some success as far as whatever you, your definition of success is, right? And they want to be on that level. They, they feel like maybe that they can obtain that because, hey, if this guy can do it, I can do it too. However, there are choices we make and paths we carve out for ourselves. And sometimes, you know, what, what some folks forget is that the content that they put out there, even though it's like, damn, I'm a dope ass writer. You know, I can, I can write on the same level as this person who's got a lot more notoriety. I got more skill than them. I got more content out there than them, but the things that they're not doing right are, you know, perhaps making other content where they're not making such good choices, where it could be seen by those sponsors or those, those companies that would, like we talked about earlier, that are like, why take that risk, you know? And so they pass on them. It's a hard pass. And a lot, I think there's a lot of kids out there who are being looked at that have no clue that they're being looked at. I, so, dude, Craig, I will, I will tell you, there's, I, here's a good example. Yeah. There was, there is a very talented writer that, that I know, I know was, was on everyone's radar. Um, but on a ride out, there's, here's the thing. If people are watching you, People are watching everything about you. If you steal some, if you, if you go into a liquor store at a stop at a ride out and you grab some candy and you don't pay for it, you grab a soda, don't pay for it. People see that too. Well, not, yeah, exactly. And you think about this, Isaac and Joey, check it out. Like just because you're not filming yourself doing something um, doesn't mean that you're not on film somewhere else, you know, and especially if you're getting a lot more notoriety through followers or you're getting a lot more notoriety through people like um, sharing your content, like then they'll be like, oh, there's that guy. Hey, and they're, they could be filming you and you might not even know the camera's on you. Maybe not a typical scenario, but one you have to think about. True. If yeah. you, if you want to go pro, if you want to go pro and you want to go that next level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, don't <laughs> moral of the story, don't shoplift on, on, <laughs> at, at a, don't shoplift on a ride out because someone will see, and you may not be looked at anymore. You're going to think like, man, when's my day going to come? And, and sadly, you don't even know that your day came and is gone, that it came and went. It's a topic that comes up a lot. There's a, there's a lot of folks out there on podcasts as guests, you know, a very common question that's asked is like, how do I get sponsored? And usually there's a, there's, you know, points of like, um, how to that are, are, are very like, you know, common threaded throughout a lot of interviews or a lot of articles you read, but there's more points of how not to. And it seems to be a consensus to where it's like, if you want this, 
don't do this. And it's, it's common sense, but to a lot of folks out there, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's not that they don't have common sense. It's just, there's poor judgment that gets put out into the, you know, the social media world, the the internet and things that you can't take back, you know, and, and it's part of people's, you know, they're the fabric that, that weaves them in social media. So like watching you watching other guys, you know, it's like, you keep it straight, you keep it going. Um, yeah, we all want to have fun. We're not saying don't have fun. I mean, well, I'm not here to write rules. I'm just here to make observations and talk about it. But if you want those things, if you want to end up like a Reno pedal blocks um, and be on a very, you know, prominent crew with a very prominent bicycle company, yeah, you have to like at least consider, you know, following in your footsteps or, you know, at least trying to like obtain a goal through certain steps right yep i got long-winded on that one dude i'm sorry i'm just i mean i i watch you and i listen to you and isaac and other folks and i'm just like it's it clicks it makes sense you know i think what is craig is it's it's the difference is it's not that you're being long-winded you're just passionate about it because Mm -hmm. it it, and and i'm the same way and it's sound and joey you touched on it too it's it's this and we're all saying basically the same thing like I've seen so many people waste an opportunity and it breaks my heart um, because I know people are working so hard to get notoriety. And, and the thing about it is like, when I was young, there wasn't an internet, there wasn't cell phones on, on, there wasn't phones that you could put in your pocket, uh, let alone cameras that you could just, you know, take pictures in real time and then upload them. And so these kids, like, I feel bad because like you have to be, it's almost like, you know, man, I got to walk on water to, to get a sponsorship. And that's not what we're saying, but you do have to make smart decisions. You have to look at your, your entire image and your entire brand as a person and think is a big company going to want to get behind this with the asterisk, with the goal. If your goal is to be sponsored and to get, you know, get sponsorship and get notoriety and stuff like that. If that's not your goal, don't worry about it. But, but for this topic that we're talking about tonight, it's how to get notoriety how to get the eyes of companies on you and how to build this, like how to, how to stay motivated in your own scene when maybe you are the scene. So Joey, man, we've taken up like an entire hour. I promised that I would only take an hour of your time and dude, you've graciously given it to us. Um, So I think we're, we're, we'll, we'll start to wrap up here. So the things that I learned from talking to you tonight um, about motivation uh, for, well, first and foremost, thank you for, for, I mean, dude, all this plays in, but just you're an authentic guy, dude. And I really appreciate you being so open and transparent with these are the things that that get in my way. And this is how I overcome it. You know, whether it be skin condition, whether it be, you know, someone that's that's self-conscious, whether it be, you know, Craig, you being so, so candid about, you know, what it's like to, to, to live with psoriasis for you. Um, I really appreciate that. But what, what I've picked up on is just, you know, be humble have fun. You're not always going to be motivated, but it doesn't stop you. It doesn't get, that doesn't become an excuse not to ride. Um, push yourself, find, find that drive inside of you that goes, I want to be the best I can be. And this all sounds like motivational posters, but it's the, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's the truth. Um, yeah. Be creative and be yourself and be positive. Did I sum up kind of like your philosophy of writing with that. 100%, yeah. 
And you got to be patient for it all to happen, too. Like, if you're expecting it to happen, you just got to be patient. Like, it's not just going to happen overnight. No one, it just doesn't. Just keep doing it. Eventually, like you said, people are looking. So, they're looking. Yeah, it, it, and, man, Joey, I got to say, and, and, and I'm, like, thinking of, like, Isaac just laid it out so perfectly. But it really is an, an honor to have you here, to hear you know, your, your formula for success. And because I think you're successful, not only because of what you do on the bike, it's like what brought you into this, this arena, um, your, your outlook, your attitude, your humbleness, um, that part that you talked about where you're like, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with being the air quote winner. Right. Because if I, if I'm, if I'm at that level and I'm just like gonna, you know, rest on my laurels, then where's my drive coming from? I'd rather be knocked down, a little bit. So I learn what it takes to get back up and then progress. Um, and you do it with such class, bro. You're a classy dude. Um, I was stoked to see you out in Santa Cruz this year, uh, or at last year, I should say in 2020, um, only because like, you know, it's like you bring that positive, positive vibe and you brought it with you there too. And I'm sure that never leaves your side, but, um, yeah, dude, such an inspiration for me and I'm sure others, but thank you for being here because um, it, it really, truly is good to hear someone talking about this on an honest, truthful level um, and seeing that person use that in their life to to progress and to reach their goals, brother. So um, thank you for being here, honestly. Much respected. Thank you so much. And I appreciate what you guys are doing and keep killing this podcast for real. I love this podcast. Watch every episode. So. Yeah, we see that jersey in the back, man. Thank you for supporting, brother. Yep. Oh, oh. Uh-huh. Keep revving out here. Uh-huh. I love it. I love here, it. Here's what's, here's what's funny, man. He was talking about, and I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to out you a little bit, dude. So that when the Big Bike BMX jersey first came out, um, I, I was like, hey, dude. I, he's like, I want one of those jerseys. I was like, let me send you one. Because what you guys don't know is like, Joey is my son's favorite rider. And I was being completely selfish. I'm like, I will buy this. I will buy this myself and send it to you just so I can show my son. Joey's wearing my Jersey and he will think I'm cool. And Joey's like, and Joey goes, Joey goes, yeah, dude on the Duro. And and Joey goes, all right, all right. And then, and then I get an email order and he just goes ahead and buys it. And I was like, Oh dude, what a guy. So like, it's just funny. I offered to buy him a jersey and he still bought it. Yeah. So it's about support, dude. Yeah. That's awesome, brother. Well, hey, listen, uh, as Isaac said, we're gonna we're gonna start to wrap this up. Uh Joey, um, you mentioned your sponsors in the beginning. If you want to give everybody a shout out or or whatever, brother, uh, we're gonna give you that time. So um I'm gonna let yeah. you do that before Isaac closes it up. Cool. Yeah. Let me uh, run it back on the shout outs. Uh, SE Bikes, Todd Lyons, Broke Boys, JT Racing, Halo Headbands, my family, you guys, anybody watching. Just love everybody, man. Appreciate the support. Thank you, guys. means the world, man. Yep. Just keep bike life going. Yeah. All right. And if you're out, if you guys are out in Reno and you see him out there, man, don't don't hesitate to, to ride up to Joey and ask him for a picture, ask him for some riding tips. Ask him about, uh, you know, should Isaac buy a fast ripper or stuff like that? Let me know what he says. Yeah, um, don't be scared to hit me up. Amen, brother. All right. And and the other thing, uh, the other thing that that I took away from tonight's conversation was like, you don't have to upgrade your parts. So if you're out there, like you were 
Craig and I, like we always talk, man, we grew up broke. And so you always felt like, man, if I only had this one part and Joe, you're, you're a, a prime example that like, man, a stock bike is going to do you just fine. You know, you can still get sponsored on a stock bike with nothing. <laughs> yep. So again, man, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Um, you guys, thank you for tuning in everybody on the live chat. Uh, we love you. Hope you had a good time tonight. We sure did. Um, make sure you follow Reno pedal blocks. Where can they find you? Give us your social. Uh, mainly at Instagram at Reno pedal box doc, or almost at com. Wow. At Reno pedal box. That's look me up anywhere. Pretty much with that tags. So two two X's though, right? Yeah. Two X's in the box. R E N O P E D A L B L O. And is it C K or C K X X? X X. No C K. That's right. Because blocks, I, I blocks with an XX, no C B L O X X. I'm kidding. I know what is I know what his tag is. You guys are <laughs> playing. Troll. Um, I'm trolling him. So, you guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching tonight. Thanks for being here. Uh, I hope you learned something like I did. I hope you go out, you ride, you don't let your self-esteem uh get in the way like it has me. You don't let conditions that you can overcome uh get in your way. Just go out there, have some fun, ride your bike, have a good time, believe in yourself. Stay motivated. And you're not always going to have someone to motivate you. It's up to you to do that. Um, post stuff on your Instagram and on your social media that's positive. Um, be, be good out there. Treat your friends good. Comment and be a positive light in this scene, and you will get noticed. Craig, take us out, brother. We appreciate you. I love yeah. you. We'll see you next week, you guys. Yo, another banger guest here on Big Bike BMX. Everybody, if you haven't done it already, if you're new to the show or hanging out with us but haven't done it, smash that subscribe button and hit that little uh, notification bell so you don't miss another episode of all the things that we got coming up. And trust me, we're going to have some continued awesomeness here at Big Bike BMX. Find us streaming on po on Apple and uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well as iHeartRadio and other streaming platforms, whatever your preference is. Thank you again, Joey, Renal Pedal Blocks for hanging out. We love all of you guys for, for keeping up with us and for continuing to support this show. Uh, we can't thank you enough. So from Isaac Irvine, from Joey Renal Pedal Blocks and myself, 80s BMX Craig, I'm going to say peace out. All right, you guys. I'm going to end with a, a quick shout out. We want to thank everyone that supports our show. We got Night Bike Company. We've got Etnies. We've got Crushed BMX. We've got, uh, slip in my mind, LJ, Ride Out Supply. Huge shout out to Ride Out Supply. We appreciate them. Everyone that watches, thank you we so got much. I want to I want to continue with that, Isaac. We have Etnies Shoes, and we definitely have Diamond Field for doing our intro, outro music. Diamond well. Field, man. Just slaying it. I, they got a new album coming out, too, this year. I'm excited Yeah, go check out Diamond Field. Get on, uh, get on that now. Yeah, Diamond feels rad, dude. Andy, I love you, man. Keep doing great. Just like, just keep doing great music, man. Crush BMX. Appreciate you. Crush BMX, Etnies, Ride Out Supply. Appreciate you all. Night Bike Company, George, Phoenix Bike Company. We love you. Broke you Boys guys, BMX. And Broke Boys BMX. We got to love. Everyone loves Broke Boys, man. I mean, like everybody loves Broke Boys. They gave away some bars. They gave uh, Steezy and, and Jacob gave away some bars and stuff tonight, right? And they were going to powder coat them in like whatever color you wanted. That's legit, dude. Awesome. That's such a cool, that's such a cool prize. So follow them, follow Jacob, follow broke boys, BMX, JT racing, man. I, I should get a list dude to like, make sure that we shout out everyone. There's like 
I love so many different companies, dude. It's hard to like name them all. My mom, my <laughs> wife. Thanks for all your support. <laughs> anyway, live chat. We love you. Take care. We'll see you next week. Ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs>